This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Ooh, I love a good rock and roll feud, and it looks like the members of KISS are going at each other. Oh, boy. Ace Freely has given Paul Stanley an ultimatum here. So Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons were talking about the end of the road KISS tour, which Ace is not a part of, Mm. on the Howard Stern show. They're talking to the king, Howard Stern. They told Stern that the reason they didn't play with Ace Freely and Peter Chris when KISS was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame back in 2014 was, quote, because if you saw people on stage who looked like KISS but sounded like that, maybe we should be called PISS. What? Oh, snap! Oh, snap! So he was alluding to the fact that Ace Freely is a piss-poor guitarist. Oh, he no longer has it. No. Hmm. So now Ace Freely has gone on to um, uh, a radio show saying that uh, Paul Stanley has one week to retract his piss comment. (laughs) Ace Freely? More like IP Freely, am I right? (laughs) Uh, He says... I'm going to make a statement of Paul Stanley right now. I'm telling you that I want a formal apology for what he said, a retraction within seven days. <laughs> if not, I'm coming back on the air. You'll have me telling some dirt that nobody knows about Paul and Gene. Whoa. I've always kept this stuff to myself because I'm the kind of guy who doesn't talk about this. I like to talk about positive stuff. Since he left the band in 1982, Freely says they've been calling me a drug addict, calling me an alcoholic, saying I'm unemployable, I'm undependable. He also says he's got a 120-page manuscript detailing unspecified misdeeds by Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons. Quote, my attorney has it in a safety deposit box. God forbid anything happens to me, My attorney has been instructed to release it to the New York Times, Rolling Stone, API, everybody. So they can't intimidate me with trying to hurt me or saying, you better not say anything uh, because they know they'll be screwed. Their careers will be ruined. Those guys aren't squeaky clean. Hmm. You know how many lawsuits girls have filed against Gene Simmons? I don't. Will you tell us? <laughs> it's in the uh, it's in the box, apparently. The safe deposit box. Now, nah, I am interested to see what's in the box. What's in the box? What's, what's in the in manifesto? The but at what point does it get, become blackmail? Like, you know, I, like, I'm sure they've done some to- terrible things, or maybe not. I don't know. But how can you just lord that over somebody's head publicly and be like, if you say something, I'll release... I guess you're not asking. Do you them have for- to ask for money? He's just asking for an apology. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's weird, though. It's very weird. Well, it gets even weirder because Ace Freely said, "Hey, if Kiss uh, wanted me to come back and play at the final show on the end of the road tour, I'd do it." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want me to keep it in the vault? Get me up on stage. This is the Taz and Jim podcast. Some optimism for ACDC fans this week after the band posted a teaser on their social media pages alluding to the fact that they may be returning to the stage to perform live. Mm. 
You know, it's been a, a rough go over the past decade or so for the band losing Malcolm Young. He passed away. Uh, Brian Johnson, with his hearing problems and, and health concerns, mm-hmm. hasn't been able to perform. But it looks like they're going to be at this festival in California called Power Trip. Hmm. Who else is playing at Power Trip? This reminds me of Wayne Stock in Wayne's World too. Where, <laughs> All the biggest bands yeah, ever. They look around the room and just name who's gonna Aerosmith, Pearl Jam. <laughs> who else is gonna be there? Okay, so for real, this is who has posted these teasers. These bands have all posted these teasers on social media. ACDC, Metallica, okay. Ozzy Osbourne, mm-hmm. and Iron Maiden. <laughs> it's not bad, eh? Pretty good lineup. If you can get all the old boys back together uh, for one last hurrah, possibly, could be worth the uh, cost of a road trip or a plane ticket down to California for that one. Mm -hmm. That'd be fun. Power trip. Rumors are it's going to be announced later today and made official. I would love to see ACDC live. And I just, fingers crossed, it sounds good. Yeah. It's like, bless them. They've been through a lot of health scares, but... I mean, and Phil, the drummer, too? Went, I don't think he's in the band anymore. Uh, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's a mess. I don't know if he's allowed in the United States. <laughs> yeah, he's not allowed on international flights, for sure. Uh, but I've seen, I've seen it go both ways, where bands uh, who have gotten a little bit older have exceeded my expectations, blown them out of the water, but then there's been some other bands, and I'm not going to name them because sure. I don't think we need to at this point. But there's one I'm thinking of in particular that is an all-time favorite. And when I saw them perform on their final tour, I just felt sad the yeah, whole time. That sucks. But a bucket list is a bucket list, and yeah. you got to see these bands. I, I, I'm glad I went. Mm-hmm. However, I wish... Lead singer sounded a little more like he did back in the eighties. <laughs> Gonna have to drink a little harder. <laughs> if you were at that show, you probably know who I'm talking about. Uh, but that looks like uh, it could be a, a big destination festival for a lot of hard rock fans. Power trip. We'll keep you posted. The Taz and Jim podcast. There's a guy in the Netherlands who may be going to jail for an interesting crime. He has been donating too much to. His uh, local sperm banks. <laughs> He's a serial donor. Really? Who authorities estimate fathered 550 children. Holy cow. And the reason they're concerned about this, and I, I didn't really think this one all the way through, um, increasing risk that his children won't know that they're related to each other if there's 550 out there. Oh. And they could match on Tinder. With your sibling. Unbeknownst to you. That's actually happened, because there was a couple of uh, fertility doctors that were sneakily putting their own uh, stuff in, and they had a bunch of kids. Like, one guy had like 100 kids, and two of them accidentally were dating. So it does happen. Not good. Definitely not good. Not the email you want to read. What do you think the cutoff point is? The Netherlands recommended uh, the number of kids that you could, uh, you should be having if you're donating. Your I know stuff. how many kids Dutch families have in Ontario. So I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm going to say 14, 25. Okay, is, is suppo- supposedly the max before they start getting worried about the 
the Tinder matching well, with I would your a- siblings. <laughs> I would assume if you are donating, you would have to show some sort of government ID. So would there not be a list of how many times you donated? Like, they should be checking this stuff. They're working on a, uh, on a registry right now. <laughs> I mean, it seems like a pretty easy list to share about yourselves. Jacob Meyer is the guy's name. He's a 41-year-old musician. Oh, no. He's not Adam. Like, I love musicians, but, you know. Imagine the family band he could put together. (laughs) I mean, they say that stuff is genetic. I'm just saying, a lot of musicians are looking for a side hustle if they're not making the payments on their mortgage, and this maybe he gets an extra 500 bucks a month. This is how he's been paying his rent oh, no. <laughs> since his first first album didn't sell enough oh, copies. Buddy. Um, so he is he's facing uh, some consequences over there. But I mean, I don't think he did he do anything wrong. Like he's just if nobody stopped him, like it's the it's the it's the hospitals that should be keeping an eye on this thing. This guy's just a, a generous fella. Well, they raised an alarm about him in the past. Um, they thought at the time he only had 102 children, but <laughs> since they've looked into it, the number's closer to 550. Huh. It's got to be a good chunk of the Netherlands. Oh, yeah. It's like when you hear those wild stats about Genghis Khan, like 30% of the planet is related to him. There's yeah. gonna be like 50% of Holland in 100 years going to be related to this guy. Yeah. The, the 23 and me in about... Uh, a hundred years is going to be a lot of Jacob Meyer popping up on there. I hope he's a good drummer. <laughs> this is the Taz and Jim podcast. An interesting piece of automation you sent me a picture of today, Jim. Disturbing. <laughs> this is a... This is a real thing. It's true. Chinese scientists uh, were inspired by lockdown isolation and invented a kissing machine for remote lovers. So if you don't live in the same town as your uh, partner or they're away on a business trip or something like that, you can kiss them via this electronic device. Now, to picture it in your head, it's like if a flashlight had a baby with an asthma inhaler. 100%. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, and but then at the top of the asthma inhaler where you put the inhaler thing in, the, 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 cartridge. the cartridge, the phone sits there. So you actually can look at your partner... On your phone while Through you're like making a FaceTime out. call. Yeah, with these fake lips. And then the lips are at the bottom coming out of the front of the machine. Yeah. And yeah, they look like latex. And for sure, you mentioned a fleshlight. You know, the kissing is only going to uh, satisfy someone for so long before they take that next oh, step. Oh, totally. <laughs> and the person can see on the camera, hey, don't put that. No, no, no. First base only. What am I looking at? <laughs> Don't turn the lights off! Yeah. So they found, they just basically uh, designed it um, uh, over COVID. Um, this, there's a student at the uh, Beijing Academy who, who invented it. And you can, they, they, it's for sale now. Over 3,000 have been sold. 20,000 are on back order. Mm-hmm. So this like, seems like a novelty, but there is a market for it. It freaks me out. It's terrifying. Maybe there are some people who have ordered multiple so they could have like a menage a trois over FaceTime. Wow. <laughs> but seriously, there's like now with AI, there are AI girlfriends where you can chat with a with an AI bot who yeah. essentially becomes your girlfriend online. So now we have the mouth that kisses. Right. The, the, potentially the AI. 
Like we're slowly like if you hook it up to the AI, you're talking to it and then it's kissing. Like we're slow we're getting to a point yeah. where lonely men are gonna be locked into this computer relationship. It's only like ten years off, if not already here. Yeah, they want some T and AI. <laughs> Once we get to that point. T and AI. T and AI, there's the company name. <laughs> Manufacturer of fine latex sex robots, mm-hmm. AI. If you want one, they're only $52. Semi-reasonable price. Yeah. The kissing. <laughs> what did you do? You see someone, you're sitting next to someone on the bus, and they're making out with their phone like that. I'd get off at the ne- next stop, no matter where we were. <laughs> I would not feel comfortable. <laughs> Just when you thought you couldn't get any more uncomfortable on public transit these <laughs> days. People are going to be making out with their phones. Devin Peacock is our sports guy. He is here, and uh, he's not too excited about that end result of the Toronto Maple Leafs game against the Panthers last night. Dev, what a bummer, huh? It was a, it was a bummer. Uh, the Leafs had their chances. They had a goal called back if that uh, went their way. Uh, probably it was the right call to have it called back, but if it went their way, things might have been a little bit differently. But the game started terribly. I mean, they gave up a goal almost immediately. It felt as though there was a bit of a hangover uh, for them in terms of making the playoffs. Both teams had an extremely sloppy first period in particular. Their heads just were not in the game, and by the time they got a little bit more into it, they just never found the rhythm, and uh, Florida not, not wasn't one team deserve to win last night it's just the Leafs deserve to win the least you know who must be disappointed that Florida won professional golfer Brooks Kepka. <laughs> he's, he's got a little bee in his bonnet over the Florida Panthers. Yeah, he claims he's a Florida Panthers fan, but he went viral recently because he was at a game uh, with his friends, and he's not a fan of Aaron Ekblad, a defenseman for the uh, Florida Panthers, who is admittedly having a bit of a tough season, but he gave up. Oh, he, he didn't give up the goal, but he was on the ice for a goal. Guy walked around him, and Brooks Kepka out of nowhere has, and it's on video, he has a traffic cone that he was using to call Aaron Ekblad an effing traffic cone. And then he kept doing it multiple times. Like he was, like he was standing in a box yelling like multiple times at Aaron Ekblad on the ice. I don't know if Aaron Ekblad heard he talked about it after the game because they were asking about it. Hey, there's this pro golfer who was like heckling you throughout the entire game. <laughs> and seemingly brought his own pylon, yeah. which is odd. He claimed he didn't, but who? Wh- why would anyone have a pylon? Wet ha- like, floor pylon? Yeah. You never yeah. know. The maintenance guy could have had one. But what I love about this is he's a pro athlete who's heckling other pro athletes in a sport where if like someone sneezes like three holes away, they get pissed. You know, like yeah. golf. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you can't do anything. Like I can't breathe when he's in his backstroke. Like so, give me a break with the but with the heckling. He was called out on it. I'm trying to find the quote. I can't find it. But he basically said. Well, I love the. He calls the Panthers the peas, which I've never heard before. He's like, well, I'm a big, I'm a big peas guy, and you know, he made a bad play, and he has to know that, you know, I forget, but it was like yeah. he didn't even realize. He also ba- blamed it on was. being lubricated, is how he uh, okay. described it. Okay, well, that makes more sense. <laughs> but it's his own team. Yeah. The team you're cheering for, and I know we all, you know, Jake Gardner, every Leafs fan was getting on his ass, you know, a couple years Gardner ago. Gardner Expressway. Sure, sure. 
But I mean, we're not professional athletes. No. So you think there would be a respectful like my, a code of conduct. Yeah. One of my favorite athletes. heckles from back in the day for, for the Leaf defenseman was when Larry Murphy was with Toronto. He wore number 55, and fans were calling him Freedom 55. Of course, <laughs> then he went to Detroit and had a Hall of Fame career before and after Toronto when he was with Pittsburgh as well. So, Of course the, he did, right? The, the problem wasn't Toronto, or sorry, the what problem wasn't Larry Murphy, it was Toronto. The Panthers need to go to the next PGA Tour uh, stop in Florida and ha- harass him somehow. <laughs> Heckle him, throw a beach ball at him. He's a live golf guy, so uh, they, he's not even on PGA. Okay, we're, well, whatever. Going to Dubai. We're, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> going to be a pricey flight, but it's worth it. Bring a pylon. Uh, Dev, we've got playoff action in the OHL starting tonight for the Hamilton Bulldogs. Yeah, the Hamilton Bulldogs are taking on the Barry Colts. Uh, tonight's game is in Barry. And this will be an interesting series. Uh, they split the season series evenly. Uh, bear, uh, the, 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 all the games were pretty evenly in terms of like the season series for scoring. 1917 for Barry over Hamilton. So they put up goals both teams. But Barry was one of the highest scoring teams this year. Hamilton was one of the lowest scoring teams this year. And that's going to be the tail of the tape here. Can Hamilton uh, hold down Barry offensively? And can they hold... Uh, hold up with them offensively. If they can do that, they've got a chance. If not, it might be a tough series. Defending champs. It'll be interesting to see how the Bulldogs do. Thanks, Dev. Devin Peacock is still here. Can't get rid of him. He just wants to talk (laughs) stats and You guys gave me a cookie. You expect me to leave now? He's all hyped up. (laughs) Sugar. Yeah, uh, speaking of uh, game day snacks, where's Boss Brad? Usually he's got his hot dog roller set up by this point. Yeah, usually you can, you can smell it wafting down the halls. I didn't take a whiff. No, I just went Nothing. out there. It's not there. Dang. Cracker Jack. I'll take a, I'll take a 10 a.m. hot dog. <laughs> it's an odd <laughs> breakfast food. But we eat sausages for breakfast all the time. It's not that different. Basically the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what is your, uh, your go-to when you're watching a game at home, Dev? What do you like to get into? Beer. Uh-huh. <laughs> Jim, you? I like a good, I honestly, I like drinking Bud Light while I'm watching a Jays game. Yeah. I, it just, it makes you kind of feel like you're there a little bit. I like the Tigers game with the Miller lights. Yeah. The Miller light in the aluminum can with the, the thick opening that they the have. The wide mouth. Yeah, the wide mouth aluminum cans that they have across the border. So you I've, get her India faster. Those are awesome. yeah. I've been into the Coors and the PBRs, but one of the best things about summer in particular are the high lifes, like the bottle itself and you can barbecue. Oh, yeah, like yeah. The, the bottle, I just feel like that's uh, a perfect beer to drink when you're barbecuing. Those ones make you feel like Vin Diesel yeah. having a barbecue and Fast and the Furious. <laughs> it was always Coronas family. with those guys, though. Was it? It was always Coronas. Was Miller Highlight. No. <laughs> Talking about my family, <laughs> who are my friends. You can also get like a, a baseball bat fi- full of beer at the Tigers games. Like a plastic How does that base, work? It's like a long plastic t- uh, baseball <laughs> bat, and it's full of beer. I, I don't it. know if it has any more beer than uh, No, it's than like an optical illusion can. for sure. Yeah, it's all perception, but it looks like a baseball bat, and that's fun. Be weird to drink, though. I mean, wouldn't you think? It'd be like DOS boot, where you got to be very yeah. careful with how quickly you raise it up, because it'll come <laughs> flying out at you. Just twirl it up and just try to do the, the old... Uh, hurricane right down your throat but you, I, I will get a hot dog at every baseball game i go to i know that's disgusting and people hate hot dogs you can tell the difference park to park i'm not yes. a hot dog guy i i don't eat hot dogs Never? rarely rarely mm-hmm. i love hot dogs especially with sauerkraut you got to get sauerkraut well on that's them. a sausage then 
No? Can you get that at the ballpark usually? Yeah. yeah. Usually you can. On like, a regular hot dog. So, I mean, speaking of like the, the, the Blue Jays this year, they're going to have like a hot dog section. <laughs> so, because yes. like they've got like a Snyder section, like their manager like is John bar. Snyder. So, they're playing off Snyder's uh, dogs. So, they're going to have a whole hot dog section at Blue Jays games this year, playing off his name, which is what they should do. I mean, they're going to, I think, I think the fan experience at Jays games this year is going to be just a lot of fun. Dang, they even have loony dog nights. <laughs> that is so Canadian. Well, they were doing Schneider's that. loony dog nights with the Toronto Blue Jays. They were doing that last year, and there oh, was like God. there was a running tally of like you know this year you know every game would be like uh, like uh, once once a week when they had games on Tuesdays like forty four thousand, eighty eight thousand. Like the numbers kept going up. Like fans were so going they in kept for the- track of how many dogs were consumed. Oh, absolutely. The people people will go to the game, put some on a, the board. People pay like twenty dollars for a cheap hot dog, you know, or or more. Twenty, you get twenty hot dogs for twenty dollars. That is awesome. <laughs> it's like a standoff between Blue Jays and Costco. Who's going to offer the cheapest hot dog? This is the Taz and Jim podcast. We got to give a kudos to the Under Armour company. They stepped up for a Michigan teenager. Kid is fourteen years old. His name's Eric Kilburn Jr. He's six foot ten, and his shoe size is twenty three. <laughs> That's big. Yeah. That's 12 and a half sizes larger than my feet, Jim. <laughs> I'm going to see what I'm size. I'm just looking down at my feet and imagining them being twice the size. It's not twice the size, though. It's just because it, like, it's, it's, it sounds like it should be twice the size, but it's, like, it's also wide. Yeah, yeah. So maybe the whole mass would be twice, but it wouldn't be twice as long. But how crazy is this? This kid's 14. His shoe size is bigger than Shaquille O'Neal's shoe size. I just looked up his is Shaq, 22. Yeah, Shaq wears a 22. And 22 is like the the max that this kid has been able to get. He's got a pair of Nikes that are a size 22. Uh, but it's caused such issues with him over the years that he had to have toenails permanently removed. Really? Because it was causing like... Some sort of issue. Sure, ingrown toenails. Yeah, wears, against his toenails. Yeah. In the wintertime, he'd wear Crocs. He's never had boots because uh, Crocs are the only thing that fits, fit his feet. So even in the wintertime, he's wearing Crocs to school. In the summer, I would cut the toes off my shoes. Convertible style, let them hang. Sandals. Yeah, <laughs> turn everything into flip-flops. Get a couple of yoga mats. <laughs> a couple burlap sacks and duct tape. Some rope. <laughs> Uh, but Under Armour said, we'll help you out. They took a, a mold of his foot, and now they're uh, they're making a giant pair of shoes for this kid. Sweet. So he's going to be able to play football. Oh, boy. I'd be a little worried if I wasn't on his team. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> stepped on with the size 23 boot when you're 14? A 6'10", 14-year-old. I've seen Man. 14-year-olds that are like 5'1". Oh, dude, there's four footers for sure when they're when you're that age in high school. Yeah, everyone grows at a different yeah, rate. There's right? always one friend that like has a spurt later on. But those kids, man, I've seen some videos of just that giant kid towering over the other ones in in pop Warner football or whatever. They're always real slow, but nobody can knock them down. Yeah, that could could he could be the running back. He could be the wide receiver because he towers over all the other kids. So. All you got to do if you're a quarterback is throw it high. <laughs> Literally, no kid can even jump. He could yeah. stroll. Now that he's got his new Under Armour shoes, he could stroll. He'd have the entire other team hanging off his ankles, <laughs> walk into the end zone, catch a pass. 
They win by 200 points. <laughs> <laughs> he got all of them. <laughs> he's gotten some attention, uh, though, and, and uh, it looks like moving forward, he's going to be a little more comfortable in his size 23s.